0: six minutes after the hour here on the Drought at Large radio show. And since one of the purposes of debates is so that people can understand really what the differences are between the opponents and where they stand on the issues or what issues they emphasize, um, we are going to uh, take some time to continue to air the candidate speeches that were recorded for Manchester Public Television. And uh, I guess what we'll do uh, is go to word two. so let's hear what will stewart has to say by the way this segment brought to us by manchester mayor ted gatzis he says the city's in the midst of a renaissance and he's created a blueprint to harness that new energy number one on his list is taxes and spending he plans to veto any budget that breaks the tax cap and will fight vigorously to keep your tax rate from skyrocketing Number two is the opioid epidemic. He touts the success of Safe Station and the city's many efforts to help rein in uh, the uh, crisis and provide services to those who are addicted. He says the next step is to identify safe, uh, safe, affordable recovery housing within the city of Manchester, and that's his top priority. He says that will help make our streets and neighborhoods safer too. learn more at may uh, at com slash plan that's com slash plan all right so let's take a listen to ward 2 aldermanic candidate will stewart and what he had to say to the voters of ward 2 about why they should elect him alderman
1: hi i'm will stewart and i'm running for ward 2 alderman because i want manchester to be a place that people move to not from I like to say that Manchester is a city of best-kept secrets. There's so much that is interesting, but it seems like the quirky, interesting city that I know and love does not match the perception that many, both inside and outside of Manchester, have of the city. And that's a shame, because Manchester has so much to offer. That's one of the reasons I wrote the book, An Insider's Guide to Manchester, to showcase what's great and unique about the Queen City. Now that's not to say we don't have our challenges we certainly do and at the top of that list in my opinion is a lack of vision we haven't been able to articulate what kind of city we want to be and as a result we seem to miss opportunity after opportunity and aren't able to effectively address our challenges as a city we have so much potential but we haven't been able to truly capitalize on that potential And after knocking on more than 2,000 doors on every street in Ward 2, I'm hearing from more and more families that they are considering leaving Manchester, citing concerns not just about city schools and the opioid epidemic, but also an overall lack of focus on the things that make a city a place people want to live. Things like great schools and low crime, yes, but also things like bike lanes, better parks, good sidewalks, and a thriving arts and
0: culture scene. Did did I understand that correctly? Did he just actually, this is my first time listening to this, Did, did did he actually just say that, People are considering leaving Manchester because it doesn't have bike lanes. Was, was that your understanding of that sentence, um, Josh? Let's 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 play that. Let's play that back. I'll tell you what. I I heard from some elderly residents when I was campaigning door to door who went to Elm Street for the first time since they striped it with those bike lanes that it confused them and even scared them.
1: Oh, don't worry about them. Chris uh, Herbert has a plan for them. Okay, yeah,
0: that's right. You got to throw them out of their house. Well, geez, they might need a bicycle once Chris Herbert takes everything away from them. Ah. Uh, all right. I, I want to make sure I heard that correctly, though. So let, let's let's start again. Not from the beginning. Just back it up a little.
1: ...schools and the opioid epidemic, but also an overall lack of focus on the things that make a city a place people want to live. Things like great schools and low crime, yes, but also things like bike lanes, better parks, good sidewalks and a thriving arts and culture scene. Especially in this day and age, people can and do have the ability Mm -hmm. to vote with their feet and move wherever they want. As such, Manchester is in competition for people, not just with surrounding towns, but with the rest of the country and, increasingly, the rest of the world. Manchester is the hometown my wife, Michelle, and I chose. We consciously chose to move here a number of years ago when I took a job as a reporter at Hippo Press, and we continue to choose Manchester every day. I've long since moved on from the HIPPO, having worked subsequently as a community services specialist for NeighborWorks Southern New Hampshire, as the VP of Economic Development at the Greater Manchester Chamber of Commerce, as the president of the Greater Dairy London Dairy Chamber of Commerce, and now as the new executive director of Stay, Work, Play, New Hampshire. These are all jobs where I've been able to give back in one way or another to this great city and state we all call home. Manchester is also where I've devoted my time and talents in a volunteer capacity. In Ward 2, I serve as captain of the Oak Park Neighborhood Watch Group and as a board member for the Friends of Pretty Park. I also serve as a Manchester Transit Authority Commissioner and as the founder and chair of Bike Manchester, the local bicycle advocacy group responsible for the new bike share program here in the city. Manchester, and Ward 2 in particular, is where Michelle and I chose to put down our roots. It's where we made the biggest investment of our lives, our home on Blodgett Street, and it's where we are raising and educating our son, a student at Smith Road School. My family has a lot of skin in the game when it comes to how Manchester fares in the coming years. For us, it's very real and it's very personal. I like to think that the experiences I've had and the results I've accomplished here in Manchester have given me a unique perspective on the city, its challenges, and what we might do together to address these challenges. So if you, too, think Manchester can be doing more to reach its potential, I humbly ask for your help, because I can't do it alone. If you live in Ward 2, I'm asking for your vote on November 7th at Hillside Middle School. If you don't live in Ward 2, but know people who do, please reach out to them. Thank you for your time and attention. To learn more about me, my campaign, and how you can get involved, please visit electwillstewart.com.
0: Okay, so, and I have not heard this before, I actually haven't heard Bob O'Sullivan's yet either, so it would seem to me that he gives a passing reference to taxes and the opioid epidemic, which I can tell you having received his mail, he, I don't believe is mentioned once except when he attacked Bob O'Sullivan's 306090 plan, and, um, ugh. And I I agree that we need to pay attention to the quality of life things. I just wonder whether or not the citizens of Ward Two are going to come out and vote on bike lanes and thriving cultural activities. Because frankly, there are a lot of people in the city, a lot of people who come to the city from the surrounding communities to take advantage of our, our our arts and culture scene. So it would seem to me that he has more of an emphasis. Um. Yeah. I okay. I'm going to have to listen to it again before I say anything any further. But I, I, I got, um, <clears throat> I get the sense that he's more focused on issues that might not be the meat and potato issues of of the ward or the city. I, I, I don't know, Josh. What's your, what's your thought there? Yeah, it'll look pretty. <laughs> All right. Let's see what Bobby O'Sullivan has to say.
2: Hello. My name is Bob O'Sullivan, and I'm running for Ward 2 Alderman. I was born and raised here in Manchester, lived here my entire life. My address is 462 Blodgett Street and has been for the past 18 years. Uh, stop,
0: stop it right there. I, you have know, talk- I guess the other thing that kind of sticks out to me is him, you know, again, another emphasis on the skin in the game thing. And that's something we've been critical of him about in the past for saying as if because he's got a kid in schools, he somehow cares more than other people who are running for office. Yeah, that, I, I, I don't know. If if skin in the game is measured by the number of kids you have in the school, then I have five times as many, uh, five times as much skin in the game because I have three that are in high school and two that are approaching school age. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, I, I just wonder whether or not my decisions – uh, if they're not the same as his decisions, reflect uh, contempt for the skin I have in the game versus, yeah, I don't like the whole skin in the game thing. So here's Bobby O'Sullivan, been here his whole life. Okay, go ahead.
2: To almost 1,000 voters in Ward 2, you have voiced to me what is most important to you, and I'm here to tell you that I have listened. Here are the issues that you have told me about. Taxes. Don't raise my taxes. My answer you have my solemn oath as a lifelong resident of Manchester. I will not vote to override the tax cap unless the city faces an emergency. Opioid crisis and the crime that comes with it. I have presented my 30 60 90 plan to help addicts get help and for our neighbors to get our city back. This is a treatment based plan that would require, require addicts to go to jail through the drug court and receive medical detox and professional counseling while in jail. The first offense, 30 days treatment. Second offense, 60 day treatment. And the third offense, 90 day treatment. What the city leaders are doing now is simply not enough. If we don't make change, then nothing changes. This is personal for me. I have been sober for 10 years, this coming December 1st. These addicts need our help. They need a community intervention. And we need our city back. Government transparency. So many of you asked me if I had family members working for the city and if I would vote to give them raises. No, I don't have any family working for the city. And even if I did, I would not vote to help my family first. Voters come first. It is what is best for you, the voter, not what is best for me and my family and friends. In summary, Manchester is in my blood, running through my veins. I believe we are all blessed to be able to raise our families here in Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester is not without its faults. Please understand and believe that I truly care about my neighbors and our great city. It's past, it's present, and most importantly, it's future. Because I have lived here my whole life, I have been neighbors with you for almost 53 years. I understand where we have come from as a city, the challenges that we face, and the solution and vision to lead our amazing city into the future stronger than ever before. I ask for your vote on November 7th, Bob O'Sullivan Ward 2 Alderman. I have always been there and will always be there for you. My word to you as a husband, father, friend, and neighbor, if you vote for me on November 7th, I will never let you down. Thank you.
0: Well, it's um, certainly a contrast in perhaps substance and style i would think uh i think that uh o'sullivan clearly is more focused on what some would consider to be the bigger issues and i'm a guy who's complained about quality of life stuff folks as you know from this radio show and what makes it difficult to live in a city and what uh what makes it easier uh but i i have to wonder what people are going to the polls on if people are going to the polls on you know bike lanes and um, arts and culture scene. Then, yes, I, I'm surprised that Will, given his economic development background, which we have which we have praised here, did not make more of a um, an, an issue of that. And I, I mean, O'Sullivan seems to be going right for the the meat and potato issues. And I I think the the conflict of interest is is important because we did interview Will Stewart. Uh, on this show during the primary and we pressed him on the conflict of interest thing and he said he would not sit silently by if he was aware of a conflict of interest uh you know before the board and i and i take him in his word about that but i also know his yard sign is sitting on ron ludwig's front lawn i noticed he hasn't sent out any press releases announcing ron ludwig's support but if you're going to go to a guy like Ludwig, who clearly violated the city charter and accept his support, what, what does that mean? You know, does that argue against what you said? Uh, you know, I don't know. And I think these are things that probably uh, in a discussion, a debate here on the Drought Large Radio Show um, would be asked and answered. And we'll find out what real really thinks uh, about uh, the tax cap. He, you know, he had an answer on the tax cap, but it wasn't a firm one. More or less the same answer that Brendan Weisso gave in Ward 7 when we interviewed her. And other than to, you know, uh, you know say people are concerned about the opioid crisis, he really hasn't he hasn't campaigned on it at all. Not that I've seen. Again, with the exception of that one mailer. So very, um, I'm intrigued as a Ward 2 resident. I'm going to have to go back and listen to their speeches again, which we'll link to from this newsread at com, So you can watch them uninterrupted and see how they present themselves on video. Um, but it is my hope that I hear from Will Stewart by the end of the day today to take advantage of the offer to have this discussion to find out how different they really are or how similar they may be. And there it is. So uh, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather and sports. We'll be back. Stay with us.